Hello and welcome back to the check-in desk. Holiday highs, lows and where to goes. You're here with Tom and Joe. We're here to delve into the weird and wonderful world of travel, exploring things to do in some of our favourite destinations. So let's find out where we're going today. Welcome back to the check-in desk. Holiday highs, lows and where to goes. You're here with Tom and Joe. We're here to delve into the weird and wonderful world of travel, exploring things to do in some of our favourite destinations. So let's find out where we're going today. And this week we are in... Mauritius! Yes! Woo-hoo. Should say initially, welcome back to episode three of the check-in desk. Like I said, this week we're in Mauritius. The... The home of powder white sand beaches. The home of? The home of. No black sand this week. No black sand this week. (laughs) We've left all of the black sand out there in St Lucia. Now it's just pure white, unadulterated paradise island sort of stuff. Amazing. It's incredible. So in this this week's episode, obviously we're covering all things Mauritius, so we'll be going through, obviously, a bit about those beaches. But then we'll also be talking a little bit more about, obviously, the things to do in Mauritius, which will sort of centre around more natural attractions, the same as if we're in St Lucia last week. A lot yeah. of natural attractions going on in St Lucia too. There was. Same again here in Mauritius, but then we'll also take a little sojourn through... <laughs> what does that mean? It means a brief trip. <laughs> a sojourn? Sojourn? Yeah. You've made that up. That's, honestly, that's, that's a word. It is. <laughs> okay. We'll be taking a sojourn. S O S O J O U R N. Yeah. Have you just gone along with I that? I couldn't remember if there was a uh, a U before the J or after. Oh right, so sojourn. Yeah. But it's a sojourn. Sojourn. So yeah, we'll be talking about Mauritius, and it's even a place where there is multicolored soil. So even the soil in Mauritius is beautiful. <gasps> Why? What's what colours? We'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. Don't, don't peek behind the curtain sorry, already. Sorry, sorry. I'm too excited. We'll get to it. But for now, <laughs> let's delve into your bag of incredible research. Well, did you know... You have a fact. I have a fact. I have a fact. <laughs> did you know that the dodo was native to Mauritius and it lived there for millions of years? Really? Before it went extinct. Yeah, millions. And it apparently stood like a metre tall. Oh, I it's a flightless it's... bird. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But I thought, I I think maybe when I picture a dodo, I actually picture a kiwi. Because they're both flightless. I picture a duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just with a different beat. Well, just like we're so happy with these ducks that we've got. Make it a, make it our national emblem. It's brilliant, like. Is it the national emblem? I don't know. Made it up. It might not made be. That up. It's just that's just the bird that lived there for millions of years. The duck. Well, no, it's a dodo. <laughs> not to be confused with dodo. Not to be confused with dodo. No. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, it lived there for ages and ages, but because it was bit sh- bit bit fat, bit heavy short wings, couldn't fly, couldn't escape predators. God, I relate so hard. Yeah. <laughs> What a guy. It's your spirit animal. It is. And yeah, and yeah. knowing that now is, in, I understand why it did get become extinct. Yeah, poor thing couldn't, uh, couldn't run away from its predators. Guy so. was, the guy was like, I was going to say running lunch, but it's more like, more like waddling. <laughs> <laughs> waddling lunch. 
Yeah, but it was a scary looking thing. Have you looked at a picture of a dodo? Horrible. (sighs) Only, I was going to say only in my mind, but like the the picture I have of it in my mind, like I said, is, is still, I think it's still the kiwi. Like this tiny little bird with little legs that can't fly. That little, that little like blackbird thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looks like it should have arms but doesn't. I don't know. That's on you. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. You just picture the kiwi with arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this would look so much better with arms. This kiwi. Yeah, because it looks like it's gonna topple over. So it looks like it needs some arms to like prop itself up in case it did trip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Little sticks that come out of his feathers. God, these arms. Otherwise, it's just basically tripping and whacking his head <laughs> on the floor. Okay, so the first place we'll be heading on this magical mystery tour of things to do in Mauritius. Yes. We'll be looking straight at a place called Grand Bay. Grand Bay. Yeah, Grand Bay. That's so an easy word. It is. It is. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> so, Grand Bay is a village that's up in the sort of northwestern tip of, mm-hmm. of Mauritius there. Yeah. So it basically it was named by the or it, I think it was basically renamed by the Dutch in like the 17th century. What was it before? I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't find that. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't find that. I couldn't find what it was before, no but I, I know that it was called it there's like a, I haven't written this down because I didn't want to butcher the pronunciation on this podcast too after last week's horrific showing mm. of pronunciations. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> anyway. So it, it the, the the rough Dutch translation means the bay without end. Oh okay. Oh so it's big. Yeah. Or, so it's round. got yeah. So it's got like a huge amount of coastline like, <gasps> going around like the, obviously the exterior of the like the the. All up around the top of Mauritius and then around to the moving more towards the east. Yeah. But yeah, so the Bay Without End, and it's just this incredible place whereby some of the most amazing beaches in Mauritius actually are. Oh. And yeah, so th- there's also, it's also a really cool place for natural wildlife and, and, and natural attractions and things like that. Yeah. Couple of places just before we get further into Grand Bay, mm. a couple of bits to talk about. Just off the coast of Grand Bay, there's like three or four little islands. And can you get to them? Yeah, yeah. So you can get like a little boat. It's like the Grand Bay is like the main point for for accessing these little islands. You can get yeah. like a boat out to to sort of. There's literally nothing really on them apart from like lots of wildlife, indigenous wildlife, lots of fish and reefs around <gasps> the area too. So it's really really cool. Oh my god, that would be like a little escape, like a little desert island escape, wouldn't it? Yeah, basically. You so want the desert island experience without the commitment of being stuck on there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone wants to be on a desert island and they know it's easy commutable. C- canoe back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want all the faff of having to wait there forever for someone to Survive arrest Survive off berries yeah. and seawater that's filtered through. Berries and seawater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can imagine yeah. you'd have to eat on yeah, it. Yeah, all that faff. Yeah. <laughs> all that faff. Yeah. I've got my hot dogs from my picnic that my... Hot <laughs> <laughs> from the hotel before, yeah. I, up, before I came out. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, anyway, sorry. These places, little dots of Ireland, basically incredible for flora and fauna, and yes, they are. I get this right. Gunners Coin. Gunners Coin. But it might not be Gunners Coin, but it's Q U I O N. Right. As far as I'm aware, that is how you that is how you the, spell it. The spelling of it, yeah. But you think it's coin. I think that's pronounced. I would say that's pronounced. Well, in the English, I would say that's pronounced as coin. Okay. I don't know any better. I, I think. Well, it's it's it's. I believe it's Q U O I N. Sorry, Q U O I N. You're going too fast. 
Q-U-O-I-N. Yeah. Right. Maybe it's Quan. I don't know. <laughs> one is Quan. What? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe one of them, one of them, one of them. Just go with it. Yeah, well then, exactly, yeah, just own it. Yeah. And then the other ones are much easier there. Round Island, Flat Island and Serpent Island. Circle? Serpent. Serpent. Round and flat. Round, flat and serpent. Yeah, they're the other Was it like an S? No, no, no. It's just, I think it was just basically named that by the Dutch when they first discovered it, so. Right. I think they must have found snakes. Yeah. Or something that looked like a snake. (laughs) A worm. Moving forward from the areas off Grand Bay, we'll talk a bit more about what's on Grand Bay now. What is on Grand Bay are Black River Gorge National Park. (gasps) Now, and and this, if you ever want to like discover a place in real time in on the real world now that looks exactly like it did in the Jurassic period, there. This is the place. What's it called? Black Gorge. Black River Gorge National Park. Black River Gorge National Park. Yeah. So, in in this place is like if you if you like obviously those looking at the the indigenous wildlife, the flora and fauna, all that sort of stuff. This place is like it, it's manna from heaven for that sort of stuff. <gasps> yeah. It's it's like it, it it's from everything I can tell from everything that everyone has written and read and visited about it. They say it's literally unchanged by time. So, the animals lay claim to it and so do all the I'm so glad that places like that still exist yeah. and they haven't even tried they've not even tried to sort of like change it or, or make it move on or put like a hotel next to it yeah like... that's the bit that like you just don't want to happen like, yeah places like that yeah you want to just let them let them be let them let them have these places but yeah. this place is also the only place in the world where you can see the Mauritius kestrel more birds more birds, more birds. Uh, yeah it's a kestrel like a chicken or no. Oh, no. Yeah, no. like a rooster. No, a kestrel's like a like a, a bird of prey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> a kestrel's nothing like a chicken. Oh, like an eagle then. Like an aggressive chicken, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a, a really, really violent chicken. A re- is, are they really aggressive? I suppose if you're are a chicken, s- yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they're they're especially aggressive to small rodents and things they can eat. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about now. I doubt you do. Do we, <laughs> do we have a mixed country? What Mauritius kestrel? <laughs> I'm gonna go just on a limb. Kestrels. I'm gonna go on a limb and say no. But just kestrels. We do have kestrels. Yeah, but we do I have kestrels. Sometimes see them on the side of the motorway. Because Ke- Kez, the film Kez, yeah, Kez. That, that was a kestrel. Who? Kes. The film, Kes. And he was like, I'm sure he's like a scouser, the kid in it. Go on. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to give it a go. I'm not doing that. I'll get a Liverpoolian accent out of you. <laughs> no, yeah, well, I don't want to like, put off any like, potential viewers, listeners, whatever. But, oh, yeah, they'd run a mile. Oh, they'd be like, I'm not listening Absolutely. to that rubbish again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you've made it this far and you're still listening, you've you've done well. Yeah, thanks so much. Thanks, for your thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Promise not to uh, annoy or abuse your accents at all through the rest of this. But anyway, <laughs> away from the casual. Away from Cass. Cass. <laughs> Cass. I don't know who's Cass or Cass. But anyway, we're getting bogged down <laughs> in the castrol. Uh-huh. Um, there is also yeah. um, the echo parakeet. Is that like a parrot? Yeah, yeah, they're like proper flamboyant birds. The, the, the red, green, yellow, blue ones. Like yeah, the, when you look at a parrot or when you think of a parrot, is it that? Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, ba- basically. Uh, I don't think they talk, and they only like domesticated ones. Are they this bit? Are they big or are they little? They're only really little. They're only really oh, like oh, like a budgie. That I would say, yeah, probably. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, about about budgie size. I know I've never really owned budgie's a budgie. like that big. Maybe. So are we thinking a bit bigger? Probably like about a pigeon size. Probably about that. Probably about half a thirty centimeter ruler, I would say. So fifty. So I don't know why I didn't just say. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that everyone could relate to. Probably about the same size as a spike here. Okay. I would say. Yeah, all right. And that, for reference, is this big. <laughs> Which is not very big. Not massive, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next one, considering how ridiculous you've made these two birds sound, I can't wait for this one. What? The pink pigeon. Who? The pink pigeon. Pink pigeon? Yeah. Does it look like a normal pigeon? With... It's a pigeon, but pink. Has it got feathers? Because I get <laughs> Yes. <coughs> because what I thought of then was a plucked pigeon. Like a pigeon with no feathers. Why would it be plucked? Because its skin's pink. <laughs> Is its skin pink? Chris great. I don't know. Anyway, that's what I thought of. No, it's just it's just, just a pigeon that's got like its feathers have got like a, a pinky reddish hue. Nice. But as far as I can tell, it's just a pigeon that's pink. Just a pigeon that eats shrimp, if I'm going off flamingo rules. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would assume not. I would assume at this point anything you think is probably right, it probably isn't. Well, I, but, just, that's... You know, I just want to know. Yeah, pink so, pigeon. Pink pigeon, yeah. It looks exactly like a pigeon. Yeah, looks like a pigeon. I'm going to have a look after this. <laughs> yeah, I go and have a look. But honestly, yeah, it's a it's a pigeon, but pink. What's it do? I, I kind of feel like if I well, it's just a pigeon. <laughs> well, does it hang out in the town centre? I was going to say I can't imagine it hangs around in the town centre <laughs> waiting for you to drop a crisp. I'm not sure. It's probably a lot. Drop more. a Greg sausage roll. Yeah, it's probably a lot more elegant than our pigeons. I would say. It sounds more elegant. It does it definitely does? Anyway, the, anyway the, yeah, yeah. The, I mean, obviously we've. <laughs> really done them a disservice there but they're really nice birds and i don't think you helped that <laughs> sorry i'm sorry mauritius birds i'm sure you're beautiful particular favorite was should do we get the mauritius kestrel in the uk <laughs> yeah but we get kestrels yeah i don't is it just a mauritius kestrel because it's in mauritius or is it a different species i think it's because it's indigenous to mauritius they've both named it the Mauritius castrel. Right. And it was obviously part of the the castrel genus, I would say. I don't know what that means, but okay. So I'm not going to get bogged down it again. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Moving on. Away from that, before we get into any further damage with yeah. the Black River Gorge National Park. Oh, yeah. The next oh, yeah, one. Oh, yeah, we're still there. Yes. <laughs> what else is there? Next. <laughs> Next, we're gonna move. We're gonna move a little bit further. We're still staying on that sort of theme of like natural attractions and natural beauty. Yeah. I'm gonna try and get the name of this right. So bear with me, but I've got to read it. The Sir C. Wu Sagor Ramgulam Botanical Gardens. <laughs> That's a mouthful. That is isn't a it? long, long name. Try it a bit faster. No chance. Please. No. I'm not gonna do it. I'll annoy someone. <laughs> me. Someone, someone be writing and going, "That was awful." <laughs> And what's more offensive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. If sorry, it I tried. I'm not doing it again. I'm so just going to call them the Botanical Gardens, and then we're going to move on with that. Okay. What I do know is, though, that, that long name, yeah. it was named after the first Prime Minister of Mauritius. Oh. Mr. Rangulam. 
That's all I'm saying. So, okay. yeah. So what's there? So the, it's, the, it's the oldest botanical gardens in the Southern Hemisphere, and it right. was made in the 1700s. Damn. He's old. That's old. He's an old boy. He's not, old not boy. Mr. Rangulam, the, the botanical gardens are yeah. old boys. But yeah, so it's also home. So it's obviously it's home to like lots of beautiful flowers, plants, animals. And it, it's supposed to be really, really nice as a walk around where you can sort of hear the birdsong and get lots of nice aromas the off pink the flowers. Pigeon. I, I suppose there probably is pink pigeons there. Are botanical gardens outside? Yeah. They're not like in a greenhouse? No. You know like that project down in Cornwall? What's it Eden called? Eden Project. Yeah. I, that's always... That's what I think of when I think but of But that's different to this though, isn't it? Because this, is this botanical garden is in its natural habitat, whereas the Eden Project basically it's creates built, an atmosphere, it? doesn't it? Yeah, I've never been in, but yeah. I, I've been in. It's, it's supposed to be like walking through... It, well, it is. It's like walking through a rainforest, but I've never walked through a rainforest to say... But that. that's what it's meant to be like. Yeah, it's hot. It's stanky. And is it? Like, yeah. Like moist. Yeah, there's like moisture in the air. You can feel it. And are you? Do you just like feel like it's raining? Uh, it doesn't feel like it's raining. It just feels like like thick and close the to you. Thick, um, yeah, but it's not we're like not, that. We're not on about <laughs> the Eden Project. We've already talked more about the Eden Project than these botanical gardens. Sorry. <laughs> Go on, carry on. Are there so, butterflies there? Uh, that's yeah. also another thing I think of when I think of it. Yeah, loads of butterflies there. Mainly, mainly because Cute. obviously there's so much floral life. When yeah. you get floral life, you get butterflies, you get bees, Aww. and all sorts of stuff. So yeah, it's it's really really stunning place to be. I love that. It's also home to again. I'm trying to get this right. Trachetia butomana. Nice. Which is the national flower of Mauritius. It's like a big red bell shaped flower, basically. Is it that big? I don't think it's that big. Probably <laughs> give it. That's probably like that. Big, it's probably it? like that big, but yeah, this is like the, the home to that the flower. The flower. Yeah. Oh, nice. So yeah, it's it's a it's a lovely it's a it's a wonderful little day out if you just fancy a bit of a chill walking around the the gardens and just yeah. getting a bit more of a feel for whatever what all the, the those plants and animals you're seeing around your trip to Mauritius are. Take have a guide there and they'll take you through. Oh, all that a day sort of out stuff. there would be so nice, wouldn't it? Just really chill, different. Take your picnic. <laughs> take it. Stop on about the picnic. <laughs> Again, if you listen to last week, you'll know that you're obsessed with a resort picnic. I've never even had one. <laughs> I think you should. I think you should then, and then just like let us know next I will. time you go. I'll let away. you know. I haven't got any holidays planned, but uh, okay. Well, we'll, we'll just live in suspense until until then. Until can, can you not? I'm going to bring up this picnic. I'll squeeze a picnic in every week. Every week. By the way, you can take a picnic to that if you wanted to. <laughs> yep. And then to round out, mm-hmm. to round off our little awful tour, it seems, through <laughs> through Grand Bay. Excuse me, you've taken me to all these interesting places and I need to know what a pink pigeon is, what that name is again of the Botanical Gardens. I've told you what the name is. Say it again. All right. Sir Siru Sagor Ramgulam Botanical Gardens. Well done. I thought that was worse than the first time. I think it was, I was trying to. I was trying to be faster, though. Trying to be faster. Yeah. Mm. So next up, we're going to come to a beach. We'll round off our trip with a be- trip okay. to the beach. We've got to finish with the beach, haven't yeah. you? Well, I'll, we'll round off our trip to Grand Bay on the beach. Okay, so yeah, this sorry. is Perry Bear Beach. Perry Bear? Perry Bear Beach. One word. Yeah, P-E-R-E-Y-B-E-R-E. <laughs> right. A lot of these. I lost, I lost after like the third. I know, you weren't listening. I can see <laughs> it in your eyes. <laughs> Perry so, Bear. 
Perivale Beach, and, and obviously beaches in Mauritius are beautiful. There's mm. there's reasons to go to so mm. many di- like beaches in Mauritius, but so many different reasons to go to so many beaches in Mauritius. Yeah. Perivale is, is brilliant for three things. Go on. Sunsets. Yeah. Food stalls. Yeah. And snorkeling. <gasps> Favorite things. Who doesn't Who doesn't want to grab some dinner, go for a swim, catch yeah. a sunset? Yeah. Or all, all while on like a paradise beach. Oh. The best way to wind down. I can imagine it after you spent a day in the... Exploring botanical gardens. Yeah, after you spent a day in the gardens and get to the beach, catch the sunset with a nice bit of street food, something like that. But so the the street food that's generally... I mean, we'll come on to food a bit more in a second when we move into the the main towns and cities. But the food in in Mauritius, as you can probably tell from like the, the names of places and stuff like that, and, and from its place in on in the Indian Ocean, just a bit away from Africa, there, the 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 cuisine is such like a melt. If, if, pardon the phrase, it's basically a melting pot of different of cultures and cuisines. I love that. So there's like African, European, and Asian influences across the board. But yeah, you, I'll go through some street food in a second, like some names of the street food, and you'll see like there's loads of different influences. Well, oh, yeah. So that was that was Grand Bay. Cool. And we'll move on. So, yeah, that is Grand Bay in a nutshell. In a very quick nutshell. A really bad nutshell. It really seems... bad, actually. <laughs> a rotten nutshell. <laughs> but, but moving away from, from uh, not very far, actually, away from Grand Bay, but How like 30-minute drive. Oh. Well, 33-minute drive. I guess you came up with the, uh, with the facts on that one. Yeah, you yeah. thought you were going to trip me up, yeah, didn't I did. you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I know you will. You were just asking me all manner of questions about a bird I've never seen. Oh, yeah, in that little break, we did Google, didn't we, what yeah. a pink pigeon looked like. And I can tell you it's not pink. It is. It's kind of, but it does look a lot like a it pigeon. It looks like a pigeon that's got a waistcoat on. Do you know what I mean? Like, its yeah. breast is, like, wet, uh, white. Yeah. Not wet, white. And then its wings are, like, brown. No, there's, there's, there's obviously pigments of pink in it, like... There's one. There was one picture that had maybe a red feather. Yeah. Again, again, it's a beautiful thing. Go really go and see it. Yeah. Really lovely, <laughs> but stupid name. It's, pink, not, it's, a it? it's, it's probably the same as the kestrel. It's part of the kestrel pigeon family. Okay. It's just pink. It's just like the the, the flamboyant cousin. Fine. That's <laughs> what it is. And it lives Everyone's on the got one of them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on. Yes. We're in Port Louis now. We've moved away Port from Louis, right. Port half Louis. Half an hour drive. Yeah, half an hour drive. Thirty-three minutes there. There about. South. Yeah, south. Okay. Yeah, moving down. Dude. We'll, we'll get we'll get further down as we go. Yeah. If you can bear to stick around <laughs> at the moment, <laughs> lost the plot. I know it's been chaos, hasn't yeah. it? But we'll, we'll get there. So yeah. now we're in Port Louis. The main thing. One of the first things that we'll come to is Central Market. If anyone's listened to the first two recordings, you'll know that we love the market. We love the markets, don't we? Always include a market in the things to do yeah. section. And this one is no different. Central Market, we've even got opening times for you this week. Yeah. Yep. Plenty, yeah. I'll go so, on open from, it was easy, it was open half five to half five. <laughs> Yeah, that's early, half five. Half five, That's yeah. got to be a setting up. Uh, I think it must. Well, no, it says, it's, it says it's open Monday to Saturday, half five, so half five. Then on Sundays, half five, so I'm 12. not getting up to go to the market at half past five in the morning. I, yeah, well, I assume that the, the locals probably do to avoid yeah. people like you rolling out of your bed. <laughs> 10 o'clock, you're going to go to the market then. I reckon that's probably for like fishmongers. 
Potentially. Like fishermen selling their like fish for, to restaurants for the day or whatever. Potentially, but I don't or know. Or have I got that wrong? Well, I don't know if it's a commercial market in that way. Is like oh. business to business, like sort of oh. stuff. It might well be. It might well be. But like the, uh, yeah, it probably stands to reason that they would get the produce fresh that morning. That's what I mean. Set half it five. up. But I mean, even if it's, it says it's open at half five, so then then people would be there setting up at like four in the morning or three in the morning, so like every day. Gross. Because it's even open at half five on a Sunday. Have a day off. No. Just. <laughs> Rest your little legs. Stop putting your fish out. Go to Grand Bay. Enjoy the beach. Perry Bear Beach. Is that what it's called? In yeah. Grand Bay? Yeah. Perry Bear, Perry Bear Beach. Though. Yeah. Sorry, I know you, we talked about that, but I Obviously two not. Two to... <laughs> God, so yeah, go to Perry Bear Beach. Just have a day off. Yeah, have Mark a bit of time to yourself. Monday. Yeah, why not? Anyway. Anyway, half five to half five. I think our most used term on these podcasts is anyway. Anyway, yours is. So, <laughs> moving on. Well, yeah, because is, is it any wonder? <laughs> so, moving on. <laughs> so, it's the large, it is the largest, getting back to Central Market, yeah. it's the largest covered market in Mauritius. As in it's undercover? Yes. It's like a... Um, like a covered market. What's that thing called? Gazebo? Like a gazebo? Is I thought you were going to say like a bazaar or something. What's that? Oh, God. <laughs> bazaar? Is a large like market souk type of place, but they're generally placed in areas like Morocco and Dubai. And right, like, like um, no, it's gone. Yeah, because it's it's like a bazaar. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever you were gonna just liken it to, that's what it is. No, there's something in Morocco, Marrakesh, and they I'm sure it begins with an, an M. And you go into them, and it's like a maze of markets. What, well, what are they called? We'll come. To yeah, Morocco, Morocco at some point. in time, in the course yeah. of time. Where I can't remember what that was. We'll have to have done a base amount of research, I imagine. Well, I will, Joe. Probably. <laughs> we'll still be here in a few weeks' time going, what are they called? Something with an N. <laughs> It'll come to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'll sure. I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. But also, anyway. move it anyway. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Also, underneath in, in this market store. So, what are you going to find in the market? You're going to be finding lots of fresh fruit and veg, yes. fresh produce, and okay. then you're also going to be finding lots of crafts and souvenirs and stuff like that. Nice. Plus street food. <gasps> so this is where, like I said, just about there talking in Grand Bay about the street food that you can find at Perry Bear Beach. <laughs> the street foods you can find in Mauritius, like I said, it's a it's a big amalgamation big of influence lots. from surrounding yeah. countries. Lots of influence of different cultures. So generally speaking, the street food that you'll find here. Are going to be farathas. What's that? I'll get to in a second. Okay. Farathas and dal puri. So generally Ooh. speaking, both of those are traditionally like Indian dishes. Yeah. So what those will include is generally like a bread version. So the farathas and the dal puri are basically a flatbread type dish. Both Yum. of them are like flatbreads. I bet that's the best flatbread you've ever tasted. Yeah. Well, I suppose I suppose actually a farathas is probably closer to like a roti. And the dal puri because the dal puri yeah. you get the flatbread and inside it you get like chickpeas like a chama dal. Oh, okay. Yeah, split peas and all that sort of stuff and it's all wrapped up. Yum. Delicious. That's right up my street. That it's, is. It's lightly spiced as well, so. Oh, it's good for maybe you then. I might be able to partake. If I... you if you think you're bad with spice, you're not. Spruce, you are the worst, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember I gave you a jelly bean? And I told you it was Jammy Dodger flavour. Yeah, it definitely. And it was Carolina Reaper. From straight from the pits of hell <laughs> itself. 
<laughs> you're immediately beetroot head. And I was like, oh God, I'm out of. Yeah, you, you, initially, <laughs> you initially started laughing and realised I could have been in mortal danger because I wasn't underselling the amount I can't do spice. And then when you realised... I thought you were just being dramatic. I have a water bottle here that I bring every day. I went through three of these in like the 30 seconds after I ate the jelly beans. And wasn't it all on the tip of your tongue? Because you yeah. were scared of it. You no, knew because, I was pulling your leg. No, because they were chewy. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I was like, I sort of assumed you'd be like have, making me look a fool or something. <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'll just try a bit of it. But because it's a je- it was a jelly bean, the inside's quite sticky... <laughs> Even once I'd eaten it, it was all stuck in my mouth. So every time I tried to move that mouth, I got oh, it all over again. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. bad. Yeah, that it was, was hot, though. I had one of them as well. It was that's a hot why I was boy. like, spruce needs one of these. It was tough. It, it just tasted like pain. There was no taste. Yeah, it was vile. Like, they hadn't even tried to make it taste of anything apart from just fury. Yeah. <laughs> it was so was mad. It was angry. angry. It was an angry boy. <laughs> angry jelly bean. And I was thinking, how can you fit this much punch like into a jelly bean it can't be that bad my head nearly blew off and i like spice yeah i'm not i was not a fan of that but as a bit in but to carry on this incredible tangent and bring <laughs> it bring it back to mauritius slightly and some lasso it from going over the horizon and drag it back <laughs> the next piece of street food oh, yes is called gato piment in my English accent, gâteau piment. He's probably because it's French. It's probably a better, easier way. Is of it saying. like a cake? No. Oh. Which we would assume because of the gâteau. No. That's it's my favourite. Mauritian chili cakes. Yum. Yeah. That's what that sounds are. incredible. See how I pulled that in with the chili. Yeah. Beans. You've done well there. That wasn't even right. planned either. No. Ob- obviously, <laughs> it wasn't planned. Everyone can tell that wasn't planned. Everyone's going crazy. They formatted this well. They've segued that well. <laughs> but yeah, no, they could. They look like. Do you know like arancini? You know, like uh, like in Italy when you get like risotto balls that have been like deep fried. Yes. Yeah, yeah I've seen them on TikTok. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. or like mac and cheese bites. Yes, like I know. What I should have led with that. I yeah. Have arancini. <laughs> I knew. I knew that was stupid. Full body when I started. But <laughs> that's what gatto pimen looks like. A little inside, ball. Yeah, like a little deep fried ball. And then is it sweet or sick? Savory. So inside there's this that uh, similar to the doll puree. There's a um, jar of doll inside and <gasps> a split pea sort of mixture mm, inside. That sounds so good. Yeah, they do sound good. That's street. Well, imagine, imagine that, can't you? Just like walking around the walking around the, the central market there, checking out all the, the wares with your chili balls and your your gato. What are they called? Gato. Gato piment. Piment. Yeah, like a gato, but without the X on the end, so and then. P I M E N T. So it might be Piment. Pomon. I don't um, know. Pomon. Pomon. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, either way. If I go down that route, I'll, I'll annoy someone again. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. But yeah, so that's the central market. There are two more th- places or things we want to really explore here coming into Port Louis because it is the capital of Mauritius and it's an incredible place. Yeah. Generally speaking, a lot of the times with, with cities that you find in these like Indian Ocean areas and stuff like that, like Maldives is the same with Mali. There are incredible things to do, but people sort of get put, put off because they don't feel like it's a bit like the juxtaposition of having like a really like built up cityscape against like that paradise yeah. island holiday that you wanted is, is probably a bit too much for people. But if you have chance, yeah, definitely get to Port Louis because the next bit, the Cordan Waterfront, it's called. Yeah. It's stunning. It, it's obviously everything you would want to expect from anything called Cordan Waterfront. You obviously, you have the waterfront, the beautiful area that you can walk along. Also... 
This is for you. Go on. Anyone who loves a bit of the gram, Instagram in, there is a place, and we've covered it the other week or the other month, I think, as well, talking about one of the other destinations. Uh, it was Portable Art in the first episode yes. in Mexico. Check it out. Um, plug. Plug. <laughs> <laughs> it's, an, it's a street with an umbrella. With the oh, umbrella thing. Yes, we did talk about it. Yeah, so. Oh my god, yes. Get yeah. me there. I, th- I believe it's just. It's the, it's the main drag through. Um, the Port Louis basically on the Cordon Waterfront is yeah. like the Cordon Waterfront all above it is all like different coloured umbrellas and I believe they do change them different colours for like different states and stuff oh like so yeah so that's Perfect where you can go for Instagram but there is also for anyone who wants is, is kind of sick of like sunbathing all the time and, and just not really doing anything bit I know, weird if you would be I know strange people yeah strange people got itchy feet need to do stuff maybe no names my wife my <laughs> mum <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, can we just sit still? My childhood was being dragged about trying to bloody explore. You make the most and I'm of the like, day. I just want to stay on this patch of sand. <laughs> this is why my wife doesn't want to go to the Maldives because she's like, what would I do then? Yeah. Like, I like to people watch. I was like, I like to do nothing. Yeah, yeah, I'm like doing nothing. So this is a little compromise because like Come for those people then. who are like, like my wife and like your mum who don't really... <laughs> see the point of lying down all day in the Maldives, Mauritius, because it offers that area of there's lots of things to do. Yeah. Where if you're sick of like kind of lying down, you can get down to Cordon Waterfront, and then in the waterfront, you also have high end shops, nice bars, restaurants, a casino, <gasps> a craft market, and there's also a cinema. Wow. So it's like a full built up like little town. Center, yeah, city centre town. City? It's a, it, no, it's a, it's it, well, Port, it's in Port Louis. So Port Louis is a city, and then the waterfront is just like an area of the city that's a bit more built up as oh. well. So, but I will say, reports suggest that it's quite expensive. It sounds expensive. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I think anywhere that's got waterfront, yeah, is that's gonna be expensive. But if if you're trying to do Mauritius on a budget, I would probably suggest like, which you can do. That's not like a a thing to say that like you might be thinking like oh yeah do Mauritius on a budget that's nonsense you can't do it you can you definitely can yeah you definitely can you can be more careful about the way you do it and one of the ways to do that is you can still have this amazing experience and just take a picnic <laughs> it's not one about a picnic <laughs> but yeah fine take your picnic for your own self. yeah and uh, go to water from port that isn't as stupid as it sounds because you can actually cut, sort of walk around the waterfront and have a nice day out there. Yeah. And you don't have to go enjoy your surroundings yeah. without having to splash out on exactly. Yeah, Mool's marinara at a restaurant. Yeah, is that what I say it? Yeah, Mool marinara. You don't Mool typically Mool. pronounce the ass. Oh, well, whatever. We're British. not French, oh, so British aren't like that. <laughs> British aren't like that. Yeah. So okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds nice though. You could yeah. Do it in like the evening as well can, when it's cooled off a little bit you've got your dress on after sun's on I'd look weird yeah you'd look weird in a dress <laughs> but just walking along the seafront like yeah it is it is supposed to be a beautiful go for a little walk. drink somewhere yeah because that's not going to damage the budget too much go for a little cocktail no, you don't go on holiday to be scrimping do yeah, exactly, you like yeah. you budgeted for these things but if you I mean if you are then I do have another little the next place we'll check out in Port Louis is actually quite budget friendly too because it's all about street art. 
which is amazing. Like we think about places now that are really, really trendy over here in the UK. You're thinking like Eton in Bristol, uh, Eastern, sorry, in Bristol, and then places like Brixton in, yeah. uh, in London there, and yeah. the Northern Quarter in Manchester. All mm -hmm. of these places, the, the 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 art scene and the graffiti and the 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 street art and stuff all kind of goes rather than being like. An annoyance that the council get rid of the the government over in Mauritius and, and the government in these the councils local councils in the, these places in the UK are actually celebrating local artists, and rather than like getting like letting the businesses or letting the buildings go down into like decay like decaying or buildings rather than kind of letting them fall into disrepair they're actually letting artists go out and put their pictures up onto the, the walls amazing of yeah so it's, it's like a really it's a really nice thing they've got like so some of the artists i'll read some of the artists off if anyone knows anything about graffiti these artists will mean quite a bit to you i should imagine so the artists that generally have around in the street art scene are armand gachet yeah andrea wan David and Joanne Lagasse, and then also if you a go, Joanne? yeah, a Joanne. Ah, oh, it's lovely. me. But the good thing is, if you do, if you did decide to kind of take in Central Market, a lot of the 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 brilliant street art you can find. There's like over seventy pieces dotted around the city, and mo quite a lot of them are like a central hub of the artwork mm -hmm. is around that Central Market area. So literally, like probably about fifteen minute walk from the market, just in the in the local area around there's like loads of these amazing street art wow. like murals and things like that. There's like the dodo's one of them. Obviously. Up on the, up, up on like the side of a house. And then there's also like this really cool uh image of like a, a, a little boy, a school boy in like a school uniform crouching down and crying oh. because of the the school that was next to where this like it the, the mural was basically painted on a wall of what was a school. But they got rid of it, or we had to get knocked down. So artists come and done that. Yeah, love that. So, Tells a story. Exactly. Yeah. So the other area that you should check out if you're into the street art scene is Chinatown. Chinatown. There is a Chinatown. Is yeah. There? Yeah. Again, it's but I, again, I suppose it goes in with all those different influences yeah. there are in the cuisine. And I love Chinatown. Yeah. Whenever I've been to a Chinatown, whether it's London, Birmingham, or whatever, I just oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's like being in a whole new world isn't it yeah it is and where were we uh new york we went to the ah, chinatown oh, new york and i was just hard. like honestly it was like one step you're in new york and the next step you're in you're literally in china yeah that's mad it is it, well yeah i can imagine it's a pretty weird thing to sort of just like dip straight into yeah but like here there's this the but the, the the street the weird thing is like i said the street art changes as well wow so like as you go into chinatown the street art starts to get more anime manga sort mm. of focus so mm. there's more like anime characters and stuff like that up on the walls and things like that Yu-Gi-Oh and all that sort of stuff too and Dragon Ball Z there's lots of those influences classics in classics <laughs> yeah. and then there's, there's there's the new one like the new anime stuff too but I'm, I'm not massively au fait with the names of some of the genres sorry sorry it's not really trendy is it I should have, I should have known I should but have some known. of the newer stuff is also there yeah but also yeah. some of the classics all, all classics yeah all of it all, all of it's of it. there anything you, could, anything you could possibly want out of your street art is there is there yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So that's that's basically Port Louis in a nutshell. Nice. And then next we'll we'll move on to a couple of other bits before we get into my bit. Your area of expertise. <laughs> so now we've left. I keep saying so as well. So. <laughs> now we've left Port Louis and Grand Bay behind. We're gonna move on. I teased at the start. Either even the soil. In Mauritius is more coloured. Yeah. What colours though? Are even we the talking? sun, even the soil is beautiful there. Wow. 
it's it's rainbow soil. There are many. There's, it, I've got it's, no it's, words. It's called the Seven Shades soil. Is it just seven shades of brown? No, there's like the proper pink, different colors. Green, co- blue. Yeah, it's like pink, pink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you need to bog down in what colors are no, what. No, no, no. But it's definitely. You just said colors. it was rainbow soil, so. That's what. Yeah, I I didn't name it that. That's what it's been named. I'm sure by people not me anyway mm. seven shades there is to this soil right i think i think that's probably because there's like seven shades in the rainbow maybe that's where that connotation came from <laughs> we don't need that after after a, a wander down jelly bean lane we don't need any more divergences for you. I, I think there's about seven i don't know yeah yeah that's what i'm saying <laughs> so this place is called chamorel Chamorel. Chamorel, yeah. Chamorel. Sh- it's, sh- it's, it's a CH at the start. twice differently. Yeah, well, twice differently. <laughs> because there's a CH at the start of the world, it's either Chamorel. That's a sh. Or sh- Chamorel. Yeah, but it's French as well, isn't it? Yeah, so Chamorel. 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 Okay, that, that's what it is, Chamorel. <laughs> and you can essentially go to this area, Chamorel, where it's basically a big national park, and obviously you can still go and look at the, the natural flora and fauna that we discussed in, in Black River Gorge and all that, and the Botanical yeah. Gardens and all those sort of places. So you can see that wonderful natural landscape again, but then you can also go to this, it's like a it's like a viewing deck that you start, that you can stand on and then the, the sort of soil tears down. The seven you, shades? Yeah, the seven shades of soil, like tear across the land. Does it? Yeah, it's sort of like, I don't know whether it's because the, the, the actual makeup of the soil and the colours are making it split off. It's, but it just like the soil sort of tumbles down and the shades are like, are like in the soil. You can see like bands in the soil where the shades of colour are. Really? Yeah. And I, I believe, I believe that, the, someone will probably tell me this more accurately, but I believe that the different shades of, are basically the different ages of soil. Do you know when you were talking, I was going to say it's like the lines of a tree. Yeah, essentially. That's the vision. Because because there is there's obviously volcanic activity on on uh, Mauritius, so the vo- there is volcanic soil in there, and then obviously the different ages of the soil and the minerals in the soil. Yeah. Are going to float are, are floating through throughout the different layers, and that's Amazing. what makes the, the different colours. Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, that's Chamorel. G- give it a, give it a ch- check it out if you're there as well. Give it, so, give it a, give it a try. I, I dare say you're never going to see rainbow soil again, are you? Not. Yeah, you don't. Can. Don't. <laughs> not again. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know the colour of the rainbow. Richard of York gave battle in vain. Pardon? I knew you were going to say that. Red? Who? Richard of York. Red and orange and yellow and... Green. Green. Battle in vain. Blue Blue. and orange and violet. Why would there be two oranges? (laughs) What was it? (laughs) Indigo, I assume, and then violet. The last thing that we'll come to in terms of the, the best things to do in Mauritius is it's probably a little bit more of a sombre one, but it's actually really, really beautiful too. So it's down in the south coast of, because so far on, on most of this, we've been pretty, quite northerly on, on the island. So we've been up north. Up north. Up north. Now we're going to move down to the south Dev coast. And Seth. probably as north as we've been, we'll get dead. Probably as north as we've been is probably about as as, as how southerly we're going to be now. So we're going south, south. South, deep south. Deep south. Through the long grass. Okay. And when you get down south, <laughs> you come to a um, a district. So there's loads of districts in most of... Mauritius is split out into all the different districts. And the district we're going to look at here is Riviere Noir. 
Riviere Noir. Basically Black River, isn't it? Black River. Yeah. So in, intriguing. in Riviere Noir is one of the, the the main sightseeing attractions in, well, I suppose natural sightseeing attractions in Mauritius, and mm-hmm. that is Le Morne. But Le Morne itself is a village, but which is obviously beautiful in its own right. It's a lovely little fishing village, and there's lots of nice little things to do, and again, loads of nice little beaches there too. But the main thing that will dominate any trip to Le Morne is Le Morne Brabant. Now, Le Morne Brabant is a mountain. Now you can see why it dominates most of the trips that you'll take. Yeah. Because obviously you'll see it from wherever you are. Yeah. Um, I know I say a mountain, but it, it is designated as a mountain, but it's, I don't want you to think it's like... Everest. Yeah, it's not thousands of metres up. It's actually just 556 metres oh, high. Oh, so you could climb so it. So it's diddy, yeah. You could probably run up here. It's a little hill, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, just a little hill. Yeah, just a, just a diddy one you can run up. <laughs> but it has an incredibly rich history, this place, because... You can take get a, get a tour guide and obviously and drink this place in because it's insane. So, the the tour guide will take you up along the paths and stuff like that. And when you get to the summit, um, it, when you get to the summit, you 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 basically start reliving some of the history of the island and the, the are passed into slavery basically. Right. So what what is what has essentially happened? That Mauritius was like a little bit of a, a a sort of middle point between where slaves came from and where they were being transported to. Right. So what happened quite often towards the end of sort of slavery, and the slave slavery period, we're looking like eighteenth nineteenth century. Yeah. The, a lot of slaves started escaping and, and a few people call it marooning as well. So what they did is they found a home in Le Morne and especially Le Morne Brabant because, yeah. of, because of how hard it was for people to get up onto Le Morne Brabant because there's like cliffs and, and steep yeah. drops and stuff like that and the weathers can be a bit harsh when you get up there. There's also lots of little caves at the top around the summit. Oh, really? So Yeah, so back in like the 18th, 19th century, there was lots of little slave settlements up in Le Mans, Brabant. And you can still, to this day, go and like have a look around the caves, take a tour guide. I like to say, take the tour oh guide will take gosh. you through. Yeah, so obviously it's an incredibly harrowing time, but yeah. it, it, there's no escaping it. That is the, the history of the island. And if you're going to go there and you want to learn a bit more about and you're into your history and stuff like that, Obviously, throughout the Caribbean and through the Indian Ocean, you're probably not going to escape slavery in terms of like the, seeking out history and colonialism and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So it's, instead of like sort of shying away from it, it's, it I think it's a, a really a, a good idea to kind of get out there and, and start taking in these places because it is it is a beautiful place to be as well. Mm. Like the 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 mountain itself is like green tinged and like you say, get into the caves, see how they were living, see and, and hear some of the stories because that's that's how we kind of keep this stuff alive today and we can start regurgitating those stories yeah. too. So yeah, yeah, wow, definitely take the chance to go and see Le Mans Brabant. Yeah, and then on that more somber note, we need to turn now to the final thing that we have before we move into the silly area, your area. Which is the dream. Silly area. <laughs> Silly area. I think that's actually the best bit. I suppose it probably is the best bit. Because <laughs> the other option is listening to me prattle on. So. <laughs> actually, I've learned a lot from you these last three episodes. God, I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you didn't do any research. Because I just <laughs> learned it all from you. And me, I'm glad you didn't as well. <laughs> it really brilliant it is. <laughs> anyway, anyway, by now, I don't know. You should have somehow. <laughs> That is a level of contribution to this. I'll do the research, you'll start just singing randomly. Well, you shouldn't start talking lyrics then, should you? Well, true. Yeah, no, it's my fault, if it anything, yeah. Not, yeah. Um, but if you've, if you've seen the other two podcasts or you've heard the other two podcasts, you'll know we like to end our Things To Do section with a dream itinerary. Yes. First week it was my go, 
well, well, first episode it was my go, second episode was your go, so we're back to me again back now. Back to you. So it's my turn to pick my dream itinerary from what we've just been discussing in Mauritius. So go on then, what's your dream itinerary? What are you <laughs> going to get up to when you're in Mauritius? So I think I'm going to, I think we normally do it where we split it off into sort of three I'd say three over seven nights. If you go for seven nights, three things is probably a good. Yeah, that's probably a thing. nice number. Yeah, so I would say Grand Bay. Yeah, you got it. Starting at Grand Bay, Perry Bear Beach, I would say, is probably my sort of thing. Because if you're going to Mauritius, you want to know that you're spending some time on one of the best beaches knocking around. Yeah, so. you do, yeah. And that, that sounds incredible. The sun, the sunsets, the food, the snorkeling, it all sounds like Oh, yeah, you sold me with that sunset thing. Yeah. The sunset, the food, and what was the other thing? Snorkeling. Snorkeling. <laughs> yeah. That's it made a mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. what you were saying before that I've taught you so much. Yeah, you have and taught me loads. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Then Just after that Yeah. After Berry Bear Beach, it's time to get a bit more cultural. So we'll go to Port Louis and I really want to do the um waterfront. Because in this scenario I've got loads of money. Bougie. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then the waterfront and do all of that. All the pictures, all the things, all the things that you can do in Cordon Waterfront because I, I I like a like built up area where you can go and have a bit. Of a I can out. imagine you in your Birkenstocks, you and Abby in your matching Birken Birkenstocks. <laughs> yeah, they exist. Yeah. Just, yeah, I know they do. <laughs> Walking along the seafront, fall off your picnic. Just, I'm not even. I love that. I'm not even sad about it. it no, I know like you're not. Day. I know this is what I mean. I'm being serious. I can imagine you both doing that. Very cute. But while we're there, I would then I would really, really like to go and see some of the street art. Yeah. So I would definitely take a bit of a tour of that. Yeah, sells abs. And I'd, yeah, don't worry about it. She'll go back to the hotel then or something. Imagine, but she likes doing stuff, so she might like it. She likes doing stuff. <laughs> I assume. What I mean is, Who doesn't? she doesn't like sitting still. No, true, true, true. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I think I think actually within the street art you can you can actually take dedicated tours to see the street oh, art. Oh, can yeah. So I probably should have brought that up at the time, but half a job. No, no time like the present. So yeah, I'd take a tour that I may or may not have just made up. No, you definitely <laughs> you definitely can. You can go around and take tours of the, of the street art and stuff because the government are so happy that it's there and yeah. it's that sort of thing. And then to round off the trip, my my final thing I would do is definitely go down to the south coast and see Le Mans. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, soak up a bit of history, love a bit, a bit of, of history. culture. Yeah. yeah, love a bit of history, and it just looks like a, an incredibly beautiful place. So, that would be me. That would be my dream Mauritius itinerary. Love, well done. Thanks very much. I'm, I'm here for it. Okay, time has come. Here we go. We are going to first of all take a little uh, travel tribulation out of the travel tribulation trough. Yep. And if you didn't listen last week, uh, you should. But uh, if you didn't, this is where we basically take a flip flop out of the travel tribulation trough, and we just talk about talk about what it is. Yeah, it's it's like a, a debate. yeah, it's like a general travel issue or there's bad, always um, something, isn't there? Yeah, there's always a frustration with travel, and this is. This is just general ones that we find we've sort of come up against in just with us traveling and stuff yeah. like that, and we we'll just basically debate what what the what that is. What it is? Yeah. Go on then, take a dive. I'll, I'll have a rummage. Hopefully, it's not the same one as last week. I don't know that happened twice. I just picked up the same thing yeah. twice. Right, it is a deep rummage. There's that nothing on that. That one's blank. <laughs> that was blank. Oh. What is wrong with you? Oh. Why are they all blank? Oh, there is one on this one. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Oh, it's a biggie. 
smelly food on a plane. <gasps> Against the law. Can't do it. Straight what? away. I would say, what I would say, you're not really in control of that, are you? What do you mean? Because is, is this, is this uh, do you read this as, I'm getting rid of that, do you <laughs> read that as then smelly food that you have taken on a plane or smelly yeah. food that you've been given on no, a plane? No, 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 that you've taken on a plane. Oh, <laughs> like someone bringing their like fish casserole from the Oh, <laughs> absolutely not. You need to hit the eject button right now. We can't warm oh, um, oh, maybe if they're taking it in a thermos or something. What's that? What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like a flask, like a, a, something to keep it warm. Like a chowder. Well, because all I'm saying is that like, if it's a cold thing, it's not going to be that smelly, is it? Well, actually, you say this, but on the flight, that Bert Ventura holiday from hell made it good because that's what you make of it, that we talked about last week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a kid that opened a packet of Poppadoms. Poppadoms? Right, and you might think, that's a nice smell, a nice savoury smell. Know. It smelled like a goat's fart. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened, well, what happens when you get in the air, in the air You've been around but your senses are goats. heightened, like, your taste obviously disappears, but your smell <laughs> is like 10 times. Maybe because it's the same air though, isn't it? It's the regurgitated air. And the yeah, air it was, it, it smelled like there was a goat on board. <laughs> just goat fart coming out. Yeah, just goat time. fart coming out the aircon. Horrendous. Just pop it on, what? Like a, I don't, hang on. No, 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 you know like sensations do like, is it sensations? Uh, oh. And they do like a pack of like, Mini pop. So he wasn't just delicious, yeah. but stinky. So he wasn't just opening like a pack of poppadoms. Yeah, this kid, like eight years shop. old, sat next to me. Like we were on a row of three, and he's just like on the aisle, and we're just trapped in this goat fart in the air. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's illegal. You shouldn't be taking smelly food on board a plane. I don't know. I've, I've yet. You're to... that smelly food guy, aren't you? <gasps> You're the guy. <laughs> Is it that? Is it like that? If you, if you can't tell like the bad apple in your group, it's you. Oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I can't. I I. All I'm saying is I don't. I haven't been on a plane because mine are long haul. I'm a long haul boy. All oh, right. Yeah. Someone's doing well. So you're not gonna take food on them. It's there for you. Take snacks. Take snacks. Yeah, they're not gonna smell, are they? I'm not paying ten pound for a Twix. I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the eight Twix. I'm living lavish. It's a long haul. <laughs> I'm in. Give me the £10 to All right. Me too. Yeah, all right, fine. You just need senseless stuff like that. That's yeah, what no, I'm into. Money don't exist on the plane. No, okay, we get rid of it. Anyway, no. Right, okay, it's a no. That's a no. <laughs> would you, what, have you, what would you do if someone just whipped out a mackerel soup next to you? <laughs> hey, hey, I'd wonder, how did you make mackerel soup? <laughs> Where's he had that from? <laughs> B, B, I'd think... There's a million other fish I would put in a soup before I put a mackerel in it. Well, that's just the first smelliest fish I thought of. And then C, I'd probably, I'd probably think how industrious. He's done well there. No, he hasn't he done well. He's got to make that in the departure lounge. He thought to himself, he thought, this is going to be a long flight, and I really like mackerel soup, so I'm going to try and whip up a batch, and no. I'll, I'll put it in my thermos, and I'll take it so on the you, plane. You and your bloody thermos. <laughs> Shout out to thermos. Is it a brand? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, thermos. <laughs> I don't know if it's I don't know if it's one of those things that like you just call a thermos. Like a because, Pyrex dish. Yeah. And it's just a glass dish. Because because that's the brand you know that make them. Right. I don't know if it's a, that sort of thing. Anyway, it's anyway, illegal. Shouldn't do it. No. I don't mind. I mean, I've never come across it, but all right, we'll go with no. I can understand why it'd be frustrating. Okay, onto a funny travel story because I'm getting angry at that one. <laughs> I can feel it. Okay. 
So now I've decided that having smelly food on a plane yeah, is illegal, uh, even though you were trying to be that guy to have an opposing argument. It's not happening. I don't mind it. I've made the decision. And in the break, producer Tobes, she says she, did. she didn't mind it either. Yeah, but producer Tobes is a bit weird. <laughs> 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 she's a bit weird she's an advocate for smelly food and I think that's weird <laughs> she flies the flag yeah she does she does and I'm all here for it but just don't do it in an enclosed space where we're on a flight for 10 hours you know have I'd, a bit of self-awareness I, I think you do you man eat your mackerel soup that make you happy please don't <laughs> Anyway, moving anyway. on to the funny story. More now we've steered stuff. clear from poo this week. Yeah, no finally. poo. So, uh, but it but it does contain nudity. Oh right. Uh, okay. So, are you ready? Just to caveat these first, in case oh, anyone's yeah. missed the first couple of episodes. So every week we get to people to um, send oh, yeah. in their funny travel stories, and we'll basically you read them. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've don't know what they are. I've never seen any of them, but they, like so, this will be the first time I'll have heard it. Yeah. So. Yeah, oh, Joe will go through where to send your stories in a second, but yeah, let's... Yeah, I'll just do it now. So uh, you can send your funny stories into uh, our email address at checkindeskpodcast.bluebaytravel.co.uk or you can reach us on socials at bluebaytravel. You can either text it or uh, send a voice note. Either way, it's just as fun. Mm. Um, so I'm going to get your sort of reaction now. I'm initially relaxed <laughs> yeah. because I know there's no feces. Yeah, it's no poo, no poo. Well, it might be, but it's not mentioned. I don't mind the poo stories. <laughs> oh, they're my favourite. It's nice to hear the new stuff every now and again. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Spice it up. Okay, so this has been submitted by someone in the office. Okay. Uh, don't know who. They're obviously anonymous. Yep. Um, so, are you ready? I'm, Strap I'm, in. As I'll ever be. Okay. I went on holiday to Croatia with my best friend's family, a small island where you rented bikes and biked everywhere. Lovely. Doesn't that sound great? Sounds nice, yeah. Even though I don't like cycling, but I could probably do it in Croatia. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's like an odd line in the south. If it's flat, I'll do it. I don't like biking, but yeah, Croatia, yeah. <laughs> I'm not biking unless it's in Croatia. I'm flat. I'm not getting up a hill. We'll, we'll come on back. To, mm, I don't know whether to have a go at you about this now or not. <laughs> What makes you think Croatia's flat? Uh, I don't know. You're just assuming that it's a flat My nation. imagination. Right. Okay. Is it on a hill? <laughs> what, the whole country? <laughs> <laughs> Why is the whole of Croatia on a hill? I don't know. Is it hilly? <laughs> yeah. Is every, it? Well, everywhere is hilly, well, isn't it? I was it? watching, um, what's that programme where they're on a yacht? Uh, <laughs> anyway. Below deck. Yes. Oh, Mediterranean. Man. And, um... They were in Croatia and it looked pretty flat to me, apart from when they were climbing the, the stairs up, <laughs> up the hill. <laughs> but so, like the floor. Up a hill, uh, which is in itself is not flat. Yeah, but it, the paths look flat. Right. Anyway, <laughs> okay. maybe I wouldn't be cycling around Croatia. Uh, okay, to get to the main clothed beach, oh. you have to pass a nudist beach. Nice. You know, you do you. We were biking along in a row of four with my best friend at the front. So bearing in mind, she's on holiday with her best friend's family. She's the outcast here. The outcast. Like, you know what I mean? She's, <laughs> she's not blood related, is she? No. Okay. There were nudists everywhere. On the path, we met a lady and my best friend was riding along and it was a struggle of to see who was going to go which way. So they've got a bit of a Mexican standoff oh, with a no. pedestrian who's in the buff. And someone coming at fast speed on a bike. <laughs> and you're like, clothed, yeah. yeah. And you're like, 
unsure which way you're gonna go like that's awkward enough let alone when one is you naked and anyway she goes on to say right left right left etc <laughs> just in case just, just dancing in the street <laughs> just dancing in the street all naked guy oh na- it was a woman oh right we met a lady on the path who was naked fair enough so she's just Dancing around. Yeah, dancing around. And they both ended up going the same way. Mm. And my best friend's eyes were shocked. (laughs) She collided with the lady and she jumped back, hands in the air, showing everything off. Can you imagine? (laughs) Like, you're already traumatised because you've ran an old lady over. I'm assuming she's old, but... (laughs) (laughs) That's a a point. (laughs) You've just ran a lady over... Probably landed on top of her while she's just in the nude. Yeah, and there's absolutely no way in that you touch like a harmless part of the body, like her arm or something Any like that. Any part of that has <laughs> too much contact at that point. Yeah. Oh, that poor woman. And then they've said they finished it off with it's a sad, it's a sight we'll sadly never forget. <laughs> I've got the sight in my head and I wasn't even there. I can just picture a cycle longer than this woman's boobs just coming <laughs> towards you. Like, oh no. no. <laughs> Yeah, just like leaving nothing to the imagination. Oh God! No. <laughs> just, just, just smashing into naked tourists. Like bowling skittles. <laughs> I, I think well no. done. Yeah, and what happened to the rest of her family? Like, did they all just carry on? I would. <laughs> I would. I'd be, I'd be like, straight you're on down. your own here, pal. I'd be like, Who is that tourist bashing into naked people? <laughs> Straight away, straight round. I'd 100%. Forget about it. You know what like they, you. You know like they do on Top Gear when one of them breaks down? I'd be like, gone straight yeah, out. Straight past. I'm gone past now. Absolutely. See you later. And then, and then when they got to the beach that you eventually, I'm assuming they ended up at the clothes to beach. And, That's where they were heading, I think. Yeah. <laughs> and when they got there, they'd be like, oh, what, what happened to you? What, where did you go? We lost you. <laughs> so I've seen you. You were smashing into a naked lady. <laughs> I just hope that lady was okay. I'm assuming... She's got no protection on her. I'm thinking burn, tyre burn. She's got some kind of burn. Concrete burn. Were they on concrete? I'm assuming they'd be on concrete. Oh, yeah, on the path. Yeah, so she's either concrete burn. Also, why is she on the path naked? Surely that's not restricted to the beach. I don't don't know. Unless it's like a boardwalk or something. The naked boardwalk. (laughs) Mapes. I don't know. Just all sorts of burn going on. Yeah. Robber burn, sunburn. She's not coming out of that scrape free, is she? No chance. And I'll bet they get everywhere. Hmm? But you'll you'll just have a scrape in the weirdest of places there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you never thought you could get scraped. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, them areas. Remember, if you have got a funny story and you'd like to get in touch and get involved with the podcast, you can email us at checkindeskpodcast.bluebaytravel.co.uk or reach us across all socials at Blue Bay Travel. Yeah, and, and that's it. That brings another episode of the Checking Desk to a, a steady conclusion. Yeah. Episode three in the can. Woohoo! Patrick! <laughs> no, this can we just one, stop here now? I feel like this one's the ropiest one we've done. <laughs> Uh, I can only get better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. If you yeah. like the other ones, then this one is, oh, you know that the other ones are much better. Yeah. So anyway, thanks so much for tuning in. The podcast will be available at all great podcast locations. And like Joe said, you can get us across social too to get involved. Please do get involved. Give us any holidays or stories that you found on your trips. And then next time, mm-hmm. we'll be coming up real soon with our next episode, which will be all things... 
Maldives. Yeah, so if you've ever been to the Maldives, let us know what what you, what did you get up to? What did you like? What did you what are the best things to do? We'll run through all of that and then yeah. obviously this one will come with some more stupid stories too. See you next time. Bye!